me nothing. I'm staying home. I'm staying home. Not doing a goddamn thing. Hanging out in my garage, chilling, talking to you guys for a few minutes before I go back to doing nothing. That's what's great about doing nothing. You can actually get excited. You guys ever woken up so tired that you can't wait to go back to sleep? It's like I have a burst of energy looking forward to putting my head on the pillow again. That's how I feel today. I am excited to have nothing to do on a Friday. I cannot wait to do absolutely nothing. How do you enjoy doing nothing? Uh, PBR, uh, P, uh, PJBR2020, here's another username with the year in it. <laughs> your, your username is gonna be obsolete after this year, man. Change to 2020, PJBR. What's up, Big Jish? PJBR2020 says, weather sucks, so you know how we do in Miami when it rains. Nothing. Bullshit. I believe the people in Miami, they get all anxious when they stay inside, man. There's too many people out here trying to do big things. You ever gotten the feeling that you're missing out? You know that feeling of missing out? You guys ever felt that? I need to go do drugs tonight or I'm going to miss out. <laughs> I remember when I was in my 20s and I lived in South Beach, when my friends didn't call me to hang out on the weekends, I felt this anxious feeling like I'm missing out on something. Oh my God, my friends are going to get laid tonight and I'm not going to get any pussy. Oh shit. I'm going to go fucking crazy. Right? Not no more. Good riddance. Go out and have all the fun you want. Spend your money, get STDs, get in a car crash later. I don't give a fuck. I'm staying home and I'm, I'm, I'm watching a DVD. That's how old I am that I still pop in DVDs to reminisce of the old, of the old days. Uh, Leon says, I have a new Friday the 13th box set. Exactly. You just pop in Friday the 13th, right? Some old movies, you just stay in, man. You don't got to go out and, and entertain anybody. Miami's too expensive. It's a trap. Soon as you get in your car, soon as you get in the Uber, soon as you go to the mall, soon as you go to the nightclub, soon as you go to the bar, anywhere you go in Miami, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. Oh, let's just go out and have a few drinks. $68. How did that happen? Well, fuck it. Since we're $68 deep, let's go for another $680. Get a bottle. <laughs> oh, man. Thought you were still in your 20s. Nah, man, I'm 35. I'm getting old, bro. Damiek says, where's Rudy? Rudy went to LA. For those that don't know who Rudy is, Rudy's a good friend of mine. If you haven't seen the documentary, Respect the Light on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we're somebody. Uh, go on Amazon. If, you got, if you're staying in tonight, as a matter of fact, Damiek, great call. For those that are staying in tonight and not wanting to do anything and you want to watch a really good comedy documentary about what it's like doing stand-up comedy in a city like Miami, go on Amazon Prime and look up Respect the Light. You're going to see me, my boys, Seabass and Rudy, and we're going to be comedians out and about. We're going to be showing you what life was like as a comic back in 2018 before the pandemic. And you know what? There's not really much of a difference because we were still struggling at those times. <laughs> We were struggling in 2018 and in 2020. That 2019 in the middle, though, that shit was dope. That was a dope, that was a dope year. 2019 in the middle was a dope fucking year. But now 2020 came around and hey, who knows, man? It might, it might pop off in 2021. This is just the onboarding ramp. You don't know. Nobody knows. Hey, Steph, honey. So, Damiak, to answer your question, Rudy, uh, you know, he won best of comedian in 2019 he won it like he was considered by the miami new times the best of right 
And motherfucker got all up in his head. And I say this lovingly, you know, we're friends. But you know, it, 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 something happened, something clicked in Rudy. He's like, oh, I'm the best of. Now I got to go to LA and make it big. And now when you listen closely to the midnight uh, sky, you can hear his name being called out on an open mic list. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy, are you here? All right, let's go ahead and get to the next comic. <laughs> Rudy had it all in Miami and he left. Now he's gone. I still talk to him every once in a while though. Uh, Rudy, big shout out to Rudy Wilson though. Uh, I'm just talking shit. Good friend of mine. Very funny dude, but God damn it. He shouldn't have left. He shouldn't have left. Right, Damiak? This shit sucks. It does suck. What can I say? What's up? How are you, Stephanie? How you been? How's your Friday going? What do you have planned? 2021 is going to be amazing. Dude, 2020 is already amazing. I don't, I, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about when you say 2020 is a bad year. It, it, it seems bad in the surface, but deep down inside, you know damn well you're becoming the best version of you because you've got no fucking choice. If your job laid you off, you got to go out and find a new job. Didn't you want that in the first place? Think about it. The pandemic saved your life. If the pandemic didn't get you out of the job, you probably would have never gotten out of the job. Think about that. Put that in perspective. I fucking hate this job. Oh, my God. Every single day. I got to go to this job. I don't like it. Bam. Pandemic kicks you out of it. Oh, shit. I'm out of a job. Damn. I got to go do something. Right? Next thing you know, you're applying. Next thing you know, you're negotiating a little bit higher. You know, it's like, yo, I went from $20 and I want $21. $20, $20 to $21. $21. together $20.21. That's how you negotiate. You put some conspiracy numbers together and shit. $20 this year, $21 next year. Perfect for the years that we're in. 2021. All right. You see what we see where I'm going at here? Huh? We got a deal or not? <laughs> Oh, man, true. I hated that job. What's up, Salty Sam? Yeah, man. The pandemic kicked everybody's butt to take action, to do things that you've always wanted to do. Okay? You know, you wanted to get healthier, you got healthy. You wanted, you wanted to get health insurance, you got health insurance now. Right? Even if it costs you an arm and a leg, you finally got it. Right? You sold all the shit on eBay. Dude, I sold so much shit on eBay. I, my... I never even knew I had this much space until the pandemic came around. When I started selling all my shit on eBay, I was like, huh, it seems like I was surrounded by junk the whole time that was worth money. Who knew? Pandemic came around, started investing in the stock market. Didn't know I could do it. I did it. Pa, 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 pa. Everything started dipping. And you know what they say? When blood is on the streets, you buy. So fuck it. I started buying. Pa, 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 pa. I started buying a bunch of shit. Next thing you know, I'm looking at Robin Hood every morning smoking a pipe. Right? Like I'm a big shot now. Fucking with my robe half open. What are the stocks doing today? Ah, I made 36 cents. Nice. <laughs> uh, what's up, Chanel? How are you, man? Uh, we're going to pay you less because everyone needs a job. Man, you know damn well you out and about doing your thing, Hernando. Don't even give me that. All right. Buy a shirt. Don't give me no excuses. Hi from Jamaica. Weed and dick. Great combination, Chanel. <laughs> and of course, the beach. Don't forget the Jamaican patties and the spicy food. Gotcha. I hope you're having fun, Chanel. Uh, hi, see the wine. No, her name is Chanel. You met her, I think, Hernando. I think she was there the past uh, Monday. 
All right. Shout out to Chanel out on vacation doing her thing. So, uh, yeah, today I'm not doing a goddamn thing. You already know. <laughs> today I'm not doing a thing. So Chanel's out here flexing, uh, you know, letting people know that she's on vacation. But wait a second, Chanel. Right now in Miami, I bought a shirt. You did. Oh, yeah, you did back in the day. Oh, yeah. So anyways, uh, Chanel, um, how's the weather in Jamaica right now? Because here in Miami, it's a, it, it looks like the apocalypse. <laughs> right now, if you stick your head out the fucking window, you're going to get struck by lightning. There's nothing but thunderbolts happening out there. You guys noticed today in Miami felt like it was the nighttime the whole day. Dark, there was dark clouds every, the whole fucking day, like all 24 hours of today was clouds and lightning and rain. You know, I almost thought that there was a tornado touching down on how loud that wind was. I was like, oh, my God, today is the day when I'm half naked making shirts. Damn. Don't you ever wonder if, you know, if something serious like that were to happen, a tornado touches down, how are you going to be caught? You know, I have a lot of Ikea furniture. My life is in danger. You know what I mean? That's one of my biggest fears in life, being in a house. Or a, or a building that has nothing but Ikea furniture and then a tornado touches down and somebody goes, uh, everybody get under the furniture. This is an Ikea model. There's no fucking way. Get down, shit. Oh man, back in the day, two months ago, it's crazy rain today. I love rainy day. I work for my bed. That's cool, Hernando, you're blessed. That's another thing. That's another thing the pandemic did for a lot of people. You hated your job. Now you're working in pajamas. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. You need to separate. You need to separate work from your, where you rest. So working from home sounds cool, but at the same time, it can be a little stressing because, come on, man, really? You're going to work from your bed? That's where you sleep, man. So now your brain is associating work with where you rest Every time you leave work, what feels great about leaving work is that you fucking left, okay? That's the best part about leaving work. When you, when you close the laptop and you're like, I'm out of here, right? Even the car ride back home feels good. You put on your favorite song, you blast the AC, you put on your sunglasses. Yeah, we cruising. We getting the fuck out that job, right? You 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 ride like you're fucking uh, wanted by the police and you just stole a bag. You're just driving, you're driving with your seat back like this. Rolling down the street, punching out, about to sip punching. <laughs> right? So now that you're working from home, when you punch out, what are you going to do? You're going to stand up and then sit back down where you were working at? That sucks, man. You know? At least if you work from home, find a separate room to put to, to be in, you know, have an office or something. Work from the work from the garage, but have your bedroom separate. Uh, Chanel, the wine lady says uh, you need a little working area. Yeah, exactly. Chanel says working from home, dealing with the guilt of not working. <laughs> right. You kind of get a little anxious, like, man, I'm punched in and I'm getting paid for this right now. You there taking a shit. Right? You're just there taking a shit. Well, whatever, you know? You didn't even change. You're there with your pajamas on, taking important phone calls. Hello, Chanel speaking. I shouldn't flip through my Tinder. I work from all over. Yeah, uh, working from home, don't, don't make your house the office. 
That's stressful, man. Just thinking about that makes me like get that those cold, anxious sweats where it's like I'm trying to relax. Right. I don't want to be reminded of my home being my own office. Like, oh, there's something about it. It's 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 not a good feeling. Uh, there is no sense of urgency. Well, when you work from home. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Chanel, did you send those papers in? Yes. Double check. <laughs> yeah, they're in the jacuzzi in the backyard. Yeah, double check. I did send them in. Hold on. Hold on. I'm losing you. Hello? <laughs> yeah, there really is no sense of urgency, Chanel. You know what? You're right. I once, I one time had a guy call in and he was like giving me shit about something. And I was sitting on my couch, like my gut out. And it just, the way I was positioned in my sofa, the way this guy was giving me shit on the phone, I didn't take him seriously. But if I was wearing a suit, right, and I had a tie on, right, and the fucking corporate jacket, and I've got like the company computer in front of me, and there's people around me. Hello, Manny speaking. Can you believe that your company charged me an extra $25 for, oh, excuse me, sir, I'm so sorry. What can I do to make it better? But when you're working from home and you get a customer service complaint, you'd be like, yo, yeah, this Manny, look, man, you, you shouldn't be talking to me like that right now in my own house. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I don't really like you talking to me like this right now while I'm in my own house. <laughs> I'm going to hang up now. Uh, always wondering, can I send it from my phone? Yeah. Did you send those faxes in? And you send photos from your phone as text messages. Here's the fax. <laughs> uh, true, my comp was fucked up and I was like, can't get on going to get some Chipotle. Oh, can't get on going to get some Chipotle. Or when you call customer service and they work from home and you can hear the kids hollering in the background, very distracting. Yeah, you can then switch it up. What's up, Ryan Hall, Miami? We're talking about customer service from home. You can then switch it up, Chanel. You know what I mean? You switch it up. Here's how you do it. When you call customer service and you know they're working from home, you can even get in more of an outrage. Are you working from home? Are those little toddlers running around? Is that a dog barking? Do I hear dishes being cleaned? How dare you be comfortable in my outrage? Unacceptable. I want a full refund and the service at the same time. Please provide the uh, shipping and handling address so that we can return the item for you. You know, I'm keeping it. And I want a refund because this is an outrage. How are you going to be working from home while I'm throwing an emotional tirade? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I miss Chipotle. Chipotle is overrated. What's up, Brandon E46? And you can't tell me otherwise. Chipotle is one of the most overrated foods that's being served in public. Chipotle tastes like the food you would get if you were homeless and somebody would have set up a food line and you get your meal ticket. Like that's the only thing that makes Chipotle different from it all is that you don't get a meal ticket. As a matter of fact, you do get a meal ticket, don't you? Don't they give you a receipt that you claim at the end? I've only been there once and never again. It's fucking dog food. The meat tastes awful. The way, the way they serve it in those bowls or whatever they make is disgusting. The food, I'm losing people because they love Chipotle. Look at that. Now I'm going to stick to my fucking opinion here. Chipotle is gross. Ugh. Disgusting. 
Do you know how they preserve the food in Chipotle? You know what they do? They leave it in those little canisters and then they just put it in the back. And then when they open the next day, they just grab the canister and then they put it in the front again. Right. And then they just boil some water underneath it so they can heat it up and be like, oh, the best Mexican food that you can have in, in this in zip code. And like, man, fuck this food. I'd rather eat Taco Bell than Chipotle. Chipotle is disgusting. Chipotle is so yummy now. Gross. Oh. And the guacamole turns black like in 12 minutes, man. By the time I get guacamole, the extra guacamole from their fucking preserved dishes or whatever, and I sit down at the table, the guacamole already is black. That's how, that's how old that food is. I need a new Wayfair couch because you're obviously sitting on yours. <laughs> uh, let me see. Lisa, each file so much, give me a free Chipotle. What dog? Is farm to table. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no farm to table. I never understood that when restaurants said that. This is a farm to table food uh, restaurant. Farm to table. Where's the fucking farm? I don't see no fucking farm. Where's the farm? Show me the farm. You mean the chickens running around in the parking lot? This is Miami. That's normal. There's no farm to table here. <laughs> Show me the path of the farm. Where's the farm? <laughs> What's up, my Melody? No, it's the opposite. Taco Bell is gross. Chipotle is delicious. Ugh. Bro, did you know that Taco Bell is considered one of the healthiest fast food options in America today? You know why? Because it's fresher than Chipotle. <laughs> you know, the, the, did you know that the meat in Taco Bell is mostly like cornmeal than it is actual beef? That's why it's so healthy. All right. I don't know what kind of beef they use in Chipotle, but whatever animal that is, is definitely Everglades to table. <laughs> uh, Chipotle meat is Everglades to table. What animal is this? I don't know, man. We plucked it out of the Everglades a couple of days ago. Taco Bell is gross. Look, man, I don't eat Taco Bell anymore. All right. You know what was gross about Taco Bell? The breakfast thing they had. You remember when they, are they still serving breakfast? I don't even remember. It's been a long time since I've eaten like shit like you guys, okay? All right? I'm a vegan now, so I'm better than you. Don't forget, vegan dice clay. Remember that in July? Vegan dice clay. We out here eating vegan food because we're looking out for our health. And we don't want to spend food. I mean, we don't want to spend money in foods that aren't good for us. Like you all. You lost people. Taco Bell is gross. Yeah, man, fuck the people. That's one thing I've learned as a comedian, man. I'm the kind of person that I probably, <laughs> I probably won't be really good being a people pleaser. <laughs> people pleasing for me is probably one of the worst things you can do as a human being. You're a people pleaser. Why would you want to be a people pleaser? That almost sounds like you lost by default. A people pleaser. So you can't have opinions? Nah, man, I can't express any opinions whatsoever. Why? Because I please the people. And so you can't just say what you're thinking? Nah, I just say what they're thinking and then they like me. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, people pleasing for me is weird. Uh, I never understood people pleasing. Like I like a challenge. Don't people like a challenge? I mean, right? If somebody came in, if you met somebody and all they did was try to please you, 
if you met somebody and all they did was try to please you, wouldn't that be annoying? It's like, oh my God, it's like a, you're draining me, man. Can you stop being so nice? Can you stop being my echo chamber? Can you challenge me? Can you tell me some things that maybe we can discuss and debate about? Isn't debate fun, right? Isn't that the reason why there's drama? Isn't that the reason why there's the real husbands or the real wives of OG County or whatever the fuck? It's because there's people having a difference of opinion and arguing because that's what makes it interesting, right? Sub Lazaro Barone. So having, I don't know how, I don't know, society blows my mind sometimes because, you know, you win some, you lose some. You people please and people like you. But if you people please, then people don't like you because you're being too nice. It's like, which one is it? Which one is it, humanity? Which one do you want? Tell me the truth. Which one do you want? Both. We just don't like you. <laughs> we just don't like you because you're vegan and you're doing good decisions, man. Uh, I would love it to go uh, to go do that, please. I don't know what you mean. Uh, you a fake vegan, a vegan, probably. A freegan. Don't forget. Uh, I I eat vegan by myself in private, but when other people feed me and it's free food, I eat that, aka freegan. Uh, one thing about being, one thing that's great about being a private vegan, guys. One of the best things that I will share with you is that uh, your calorie counts go way down, way the fuck down. Because when I eat, right, and there's no one around and I choose something to eat, dude, I eat like a tangerine for lunch. <laughs> I'm like those Indian people in India that like don't eat for days, right? Like that's what I do. I was just like, hey, I'm not gonna do a fucking thing today. I'm gonna eat a tangerine and maybe an apple. Oh, look, there's an apple. Thank God, a side, a side piece for my, for my Mandarin. Uh, a freegan, yeah, exactly. All right, perfect. Right on time, we lost everybody at 629 right when I'm getting the fuck off to go back to doing nothing. All right, for those that haven't gotten a t-shirt yet or that would like to tip, I left some links here below. Go to miamicomedy.com slash shop, get yourself some merch, or if you'd like to leave a couple of bucks, miamicomedy.com slash tip. One last announcement, tomorrow night, we're at Moreno's, 9 p.m., no. Moreno's in South Beach is at 8 p.m. Sunday at Boho and Wynwood at 9 p.m. Okay, so if you want to hear these jokes live and in person, along with some other comedians and people have a great sense of humor, if you want a place to eat, if you want a place to hang out with the people, laugh, be entertained, drink, of course, and just make it a good, memorable night. Go to MiamiComedy.com. RSVP your seats because seating is limited. I can't stress it enough. Last time was a hassle. You know, people RSVPing last minute. It's limited. We're going to have to turn people away once we reach capacity. So do show up on time and make those RSVPs, MiamiComedy.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a good night. Bye.